Yo! Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Tide Talk. I'm your host, Night Tide. This is episode seven. That's right, seven of our little podcast here. This is, uh, a, a, again, just feeling good, guys. Feeling good. I'm loving this little weekly this weekly download. Uh, it's become a good part of, of the week. It's become a fun time to kind of look back and reflect on the week that was. Um, always starting off with a little bit of life and uh, moving our way through through the different categories here. So to kick that off, uh, in, in life news, I talked about it a little bit uh, a little bit previously a couple weeks ago. My son had a very weird, unfortunate freak accident where he somehow managed to cut his man parts um, and needed to have stitches. and, and that was that was a terrible day. Uh, and it's been an interesting couple weeks as he's been healing. but the good news is I took him to a doctor's appointment Friday morning. And as uh, as of the doctor's clearance, he is officially healed, and uh, he's good to go right as rain. And I mean, he's been acting normal, and so wasn't expecting anything different. But you know, to be able to have the kind of the doctor's note that kind of ends that saga and allows us to move on is always a nice feeling. You know, it, it's whenever you, whenever it's anything going on with your kids, whether they're sick, whether they're you know got a boo boo, whether they've had a big boo boo, you know, it, it's always it's always nice when you can just feel like it's it's time to move past it. And speaking of moving past things with kids, my younger son is just still sick. And it's it's to a point now where it's I feel so terrible for him. And I also have this this underlying kind of I feel bad for feeling this way, but I'm just annoyed. Like I I had a upper respiratory infection, my wife had an upper respiratory infection, uh, my older son had an ear infection, my younger son had an ear infection, and all of us seem to be healthy now, except for the little guy. He still is just pouring snot from his face and drooling. And I think like, and he was up like four times last night too, which was, is, it's never a good thing um, whenever you're trying to, you know, sleep. But I, I honestly think that, uh, that, that it's a combination of him in a growth spurt, getting teeth, potentially getting another ear infection and the weather changing and just all of this stuff, just hitting his poor little body all at once, is just keeping him in this perpetual state of, of you know, weepy suck. <laughs> so hopefully, he'll he'll be getting better soon, uh, as as we go along here. I'm hoping next week we can report that he's dried up for the most part, and he's just you know drooling like a Saint Bernard, as opposed to you know having it come from his nose too. But yeah, guys, life and kids, man, it's just. They're your entire world. They're my entire world. And I just want them to be happy and I want them to be healthy. And whenever they're not, it's always a sad thing. So at least we got clearance on one and hopefully we can get some good news on the other. What else helped happened in life this week? Um, actually, I can tell you something that really good that happened yesterday. So I, I got a chance. I got a chance to, to finally meet uh, a member of the Rising Tide community in person. Uh, I was at Steel City Comic Con yesterday, uh, which would have been Saturday, uh, April fourteenth, for uh, um, with one of my one of my IRL buddies, and we were going to try and and he wanted to get uh, the signature of Ian McDermott, the guy that plays um, Senator Palpatine, aka the Emperor. You know, do it that guy uh, from Star Wars, and he was there uh, along with a few other choice people. Uh, mainly, I think the main the other main headliner for the for the con was Alice Cooper, uh, which is interesting. I didn't actually get to see him, but, uh, but yeah, it, it was interesting to see how many people came out, uh, for that show. But anyway, we got to, we did get to meet, uh, Ian McDermott. I got to shake his hand. So I have officially now shaken hands with the emperor. 
I don't know what that says about me in terms of the light or dark side of the force, but it was pretty cool. Uh, but I, I got to again meet uh, a member, two members actually, of the Rising Tide community, uh, Reed the Peep and his wife, uh, Christian Waterhorses. And it, is, it was awesome. It was awesome. We got to hang out and do all kinds of fun stuffs. And in like we we got to get to go and we got uh, these mugs of like Wild Bill's soda, which is just like this soda place that's on tap, which was pretty amazing. Uh, I was I was pretty excited for for all the things that that brought. Um, he was he tried some he tried what is it, it was like a birch beer, and then uh, I stuck with the traditional root beer, and then I ended up getting like the orange soda later on, and it was really good. It was good stuff, but like that place. That place is always just a nice place to to go and to, to grab it. And what I didn't realize is that it was refills all day when you bought one. So I was like, oh, hey, oh, like that. That makes me feel good. <laughs> like, let's let's keep rocking that all day because it was it's not like it was super hot. It wasn't super hot, but it was it was hot enough, hot enough to the point where I definitely felt like Getting some type of of constant liquid refreshment going was great. And if any of you have ever gone to a con, you guys will immediately know that it is miserable trying to pay for anything because all the prices are super inflated when you're actually at the event. And so you know that's that's never it's never fun. It's just not fun. <laughs> so it was cool though. So we got to we got to hang out. We got to walk around. Uh, I deposited. Uh, some mixer swag their way, uh, and and they treated me with some Starbucks coffee, and I was oh, hmm, hmm. I am I am all about that coffee, as you guys know, as you guys know, I'm all about that coffee. So any anytime you guys gift me coffee, uh, I just much much loving forever. Now the one thing I did realize is that I did not actually have a coffee grinder anymore. We must have given it away in in the last move. Uh, a couple years ago, we basically been using our Keurig for the past couple years. So today I had to go out and purchase myself a coffee grinder, which I'm very happy to do because now I get to grind coffee for myself and actually make uh, some French presses again, which I don't think I will do at night. Uh, coffee typically doesn't have any real effect on me uh, in when it comes into like K-cups or like a pot brew. But when you talk in a French press, you're talking a serious, uh, serious dose of caffeine that you you typically don't get in other formats. So uh, I'm I'm gonna have to be careful on how I use that, but it's gonna be fantastic to wake up in the mornings on weekends or during the weekday and brew myself a fresh press of uh, of coffee. And so, thank you guys once again. I appreciate you very much. It was great to meet you. Um, I'm I'm hoping that this is the start of something great, uh, where I'm able to meet a bunch more of everybody as we go to various events. Uh, again, PAX West is still typically the goal right now. Uh, they're they're there might be a slight change of plans uh, to to maybe reprioritize that to E3, uh, but I'm not sure. I think the timing's going to still work out better with PAX West. Um, but something came up on the mixer side that might make E3 uh, a little bit more uh, viable, but we'll see. I'll keep you guys posted as to where it is I'm going. For right now, the goal is PAX West. I feel like everybody's already started to plan for PAX West, and if I switched up uh, midstream now, then I would feel kind of awful for everybody that's trying to get out there. Uh, in time so we can go hang out and, and kind of have a meet up and a meet and greet. But yeah, so overall, that was awesome. Uh, that was awesome yesterday. I, I'm excited to do more of that. It, it kind of, it's it's different, right? When we develop relationships and we talked, I even talked with, with 
you know, read about this. Like it's, it's awesome how the community has kind of come together over the past few months and really started interacting with each other and playing with each other and talking to each other. And, and by proxy being able to extend that into, you know, into a face-to-face meeting, um, between us was, was really cool and really special for me. Um, I've, I have not had that experience before as a content creator. And, and I don't know, it was just, it was just really special. I'm glad it was, it was awesome. We got to walk around for like an hour together, um, just looking at different stuff and just chatting it up and having a good time. And, and again, enjoying that amazing, uh, soda that was like straight from the, uh, straight from the, <laughs> the barrels, so to speak, but like a, a nice, like old fashioned soda place. So it was just good, man. It was really, really good. Um, but yeah, so I hope, like I said, I hope to have a lot more of that going forward. I'm trying to think, is there anything else that happened in life this week? There is something that happened in life this week that is a huge life change, but I'm going to save it for later on in the podcast and, and for good reason. And for good reason. It's going to fall under the gaming section. So with that being said, we're going to swap over to to uh, the, the media. So I watched this week somehow, uh, that's not somehow, due to insomnia and um, other things, I, I watched Ash versus the Evil Dead season one. And I'm, I'm not like a huge Evil Dead fan, but I really like Bruce Campbell. And something, something got in my head that I wanted to watch this show. So I sat down and I actually watched the first season. And it was hilarious. Like, there's no other way to put it. It was just silly. And I kind of needed that. I kind of needed that slapstick. It was really gory, but I wasn't expecting anything less. But it was really super silly. Um, it had some really good characters in it. So if you're if you're looking for something that that if you're not easily offended, <laughs> if your sensibilities around gore and stuff are not that delicate, um, it was definitely funny. Uh, Bruce Campbell's character is is definitely uh, you know the 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 silly almost self absorbed hero um, kind of type, and and it was just good. It was good. I had it had a good direction to it. Um, I think season two is also on Netflix, so I might I might sit down and try and power through season two. Uh, again, but we shall see. We shall see. I'll, definitely season one was worth it. Season two is probably worth going to explore as well. Um, I didn't have a lot, any other media real stuff this week, except for the fact that, that as of today or a couple days ago, uh, Lost in Space on Netflix debuted, uh, which is their new original series. And I am looking forward to that. I not like, again, not a huge Lost in Space fan, but I really enjoyed the movie um, that came out. I think it was in the, the early 2000s. And I was hoping that they would do a lot more with it. I, I was hoping that they would have like a reprised television show or something because it seems like a really cool idea, a really cool universe to explore. So the fact that Netflix actually has an original series now and we can hopefully see that going forward, uh, I'm excited about, especially because the main the main character that, that plays uh, Father Robinson um, is, is the guy from Black Sails who plays Captain Flint. And I really enjoy him as an actor. So it's it's going to be... It's going to be pretty exciting to see where that goes. I just hope it's good. I hope it's good. I haven't seen any reviews one way or the other, so I hope it's good. I will probably be watching the first season this week, and I will give you guys an update next week on how that goes. Uh, that's pretty much the, the media stuff this week. Um, let's see. Next in, is, is the start of our gaming news. So last week, uh, last weekend, um, I beat Subnautica on Hardcore. And in terms of gaming achievements, guys, while that game was not the most difficult game, beating it on hardcore, uh, that's the first time I've ever done something like that, where it's basically you risk it for the biscuit mentality. If you die, that's it. All the work you had done is, is done. 
And I think we we said that it was like a it's like thirty six hour playthrough or so. Um, yeah, somewhere on somewhere in that area, like a thirty six hour playthrough to get through the game. So literally, you're st- you have to stay alive. And it's Subnautica; it's a survival game. You have to eat. You have to drink. Uh, if you get hit, you obviously have to heal. Um, your your ships and things like that. You know, if if you lose them, if they take too much damage, you have to constantly repair them because if they're you know, if you, especially when you're down underneath in the Lost River, if you're not in a place where you can get to air readily or you have a backup vehicle, you have anything that can help you, you are in deep crap. And there were more than a few times where we almost bit it, uh, but we somehow managed to power through um, to, to finally beat the game. And you know what? For a game that I have been playing in early access for two years, I want to say, if not a little bit more than that, to finally play through that game in its full release date on PC and to experience the end and to, to finally kind of um, be able to enjoy that end-to-end experience and in the hardest fashion, which honestly, guys, I put a challenge out there uh, to, for anybody else to try that hardcore mode. It certainly takes a game that, that you could very ho-hum go through um, without too much fear because you can always respawn if you die. And it makes that gives you that real and present danger when it's in hardcore mode, and and you see some of these you know leviathans like a reaper or a sea emperor, and you're like, oh crap, I gotta go, <laughs> I gotta get out of here, because you don't want to tangle with that, because you don't want the possibility of you potentially ending your ending your run, and it makes you think about how to prioritize uh, various resources and how you're going to build bases, and there's a lot of backtracking that I had to do because I just wasn't prepared because I'm not used to having to think in terms of, oh, well, well, I actually have to go back through that really dangerous area again. I don't want to have to do that, but I have to do it now because I need these resources, so it was it was really interesting to see uh, how all that was affected and how I had to kind of handle that and mitigate all of those different risks, but we did it. We finally beat it. So we have moved on. I'm going to be playing, uh, I'm going to be moving on and and doing some Far Cry five. I'm really enjoying that game right now. I think that's going to take over as our Sunday game, at least for, for this week, uh, as of this, as of this cast. Uh, but next week, next week is going to be a big week folks, because we're going to be moving into, to a new era. Uh, and this is the kind of the carryover news, we're going to be moving over into a new era of gaming for me as, as a person. Um, I, I have gone out and pre-ordered the God of War edition PlayStation 4 Pro, and I will be picking that up next Friday, and I will be playing it <laughs> all weekend. Friday, yes, there will be a Friday stream, uh, Saturday and Sunday. I'm, I'm really pumped for this, guys. Like This is, opens up a whole new world for me, and I've... I have traditionally um, been a single console kind of person. They have t- has typically met my needs. Um, more more than not, I have been an Xbox fanboy. I'll even I'll call myself a fanboy, uh, an Xbox fanboy for the you know better part of the last you know decade and a half, right? Uh, for probably half of my natural life at this point, I've been an Xbox kid. It's the first console that I ever had, brand new, um, and I've kind of grown up with all of those exclusives, the halos, the gears, right? Um, you know, all of these different things. I've call of duty was a experience that used to be really Xbox affiliated. And that was for, for a large part of my adult life was my main game that I played. Um, so it, it's, it's definitely been a, a interesting kind of aging experience for me to, to finally look across the pond and where I had previously never really felt 
like I was missing out on anything. I would look and I'd look at Uncharted and I'd be like, yeah, I'm okay. I've got Tomb Raider. I've got Assassin's Creed. You know, I've got plenty of things that kind of scratch that itch. I don't really need to play Uncharted. I'm good. I don't really need to play Killzone. I've got Halo. I don't really need to play, you know, some of these other PlayStation exclusives because they really haven't enticed me much. Like, I don't need to play God of War. I've got other games that I can play that are kind of adventure smash em up games, even though I was really interested in those because uh, mythology is kind of my thing. But I never really felt that, that compulsion to where I was like, I'm going to invest money and get a whole different system. And I'm going to have both systems because I want to have all the games. And definitely being in content creation has, has helped that, but also just the strength of the, the exclusives on PlayStation anymore are such a draw. Um, geez, especially getting into Dark Souls recently, right? Bloodborne. I can only play Bloodborne on a PlayStation 4. I can't play it anywhere else. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn I want to play. I do want to play the Uncharted series. I do want to play the Last of Us series. I've seen so many people play Until Dawn, um, that horror game, and I want to experience that for myself because I have actually not, I've yet to watch a full playthrough because I, I kind of low-key wanted to play that game for myself and I figured I would someday. Um, so there's that, you know. Uh, what else, What are the other games? The uh, Geez, I mean, aside from God of War, the new one coming out, um, I'm trying to think if there's if there's anything else. There's, there, I know there are. I just can't think of them right now, but there's plenty of exclusives. Shadow of the Colossus, another one. Plenty of PlayStation 4 exclusives that I want to play that have now kind of mentally justified me purchasing this console. And so I'm really excited about it, guys. It's going to be it's going to be good. So if you guys have suggestions for games that uh, that I should pick up on PlayStation 4 that are that are exclusives, uh, I know like the Order 1866 is another one, right, that I want to play. Uh, so, so if you guys have exclusives or uh, PlayStation exclusive games that you want me to play, let me know. I'm definitely uh, on the road, uh, and I'm I'm full on the Team Blue train right now. <laughs> I've got my PlayStation name taken and set up, and my account's all set up, and I got the two-factor set up. I actually already purchased The Last of Us Remastered and Until Dawn. There was a sale going on this weekend, and I got both of them for less than $15 together, so... I figured that was a good start to the to the collection. Aside from God of War, the game that I get um, with the with the edition, I think the special edition that I get with uh, with the console coming out and and the special console. So I don't know, guys. I'm super excited. Like God of War looks like it's going to be an amazing game, uh, and I think for me especially, um, this is about to get a little more personal. So bear with me. I I'm someone that that has in very recent years become to be more emotionally attached to games and stories. Uh, I've always appreciated a good story to video game Mass Effect. The first Mass Effect trilogy is still sticks with me as one of the best stories that I've experienced as a person playing a video game. Um, my crew and my interactions with my crew and the, the choices that I made and, and seeing the whole thing through, through three different games was, was just a really crazy fulfilling experience for me. Um, but it wasn't overly emotional. Right. Like I definitely felt for my characters and I felt for my crew, but it wasn't overly emotional. And I think that the older I've gotten, the now having kids, things mean different things to me. Like playing Ori in the Blind Forest as a parent. Oh, my God. For those of you that were there during that stream, I cried. I straight up cried at the end. I bawled like a baby because it's just you, you can't understand these things until you experience them. Um, and God of War, to me, um, the fact that you're seeing Kratos now as a father figure, 
and he's trying to teach his son things, and he's trying to... The whole point of the story, again, at least the synopsis that I've heard, is that, you know, uh, Kratos' wife passes, and, and he's trying to take his son and basically fulfill her last dying wishes, which is, in and of itself, is already getting me emotional, because the thought of losing my wife right now is just beyond, uh, beyond mental capacity for me. Um, but, but to see both of my sons and, and see them reflected in Kratos's son and see the, see those interactions for some reason that, that has already struck a chord with me in wanting to experience that story and experience what it's like for this man who in these previous games and his previous kind of character's life was basically this very alpha angry, you know, God who just is, is constantly on this this road for whatever justice revenge you know whatever you want to call it to now have to be to be this father figure so i think that it brings a whole new dimension to his character i think it brings a whole new aspect of of gameplay experience for me uh as as a parent and i really really want to experience that so i'm very excited in many ways for god of war uh namely that for those reasons i'm trying to think of if there's anything else uh, in gaming news, not so much more stuff in gaming news this week. Uh, we're just going to keep continuing to play games as we get closer to, to, you know, uh, some, some game hype areas. Oh, I, oh God, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about extinction. So we, we played extinction this past week. Um, I will say this, I had a lot of fun with extinction, but I'm not going to be playing any more of it. Um, the reason for that being is, is while it is a, really fun experience and it's a super polished experience. It's not a very deep experience. And for the price, the, the $60 price tag on that game right now, I just don't think that it fits. I just don't think that it fits. I definitely had fun. Like I don't want to, I don't want you guys to, to think that I didn't have fun. I absolutely had fun with the game. I, I thought that, that the way that you're taking down these giant ogres or Reveni or whatever you want to call them, um, was super, was super interesting. I thought the gameplay was, was nice. I think that they, they, for a new IP, it should have been like 30, 40 bucks. And I think they needed to continue to innovate and bring more content to the series before, uh, they, they want to charge, you know, a full $60 price tag for it, uh, which is an interesting, interesting concept of itself. And I don't want to get into it. I'll save it for a, for a different piece of content, but, um, I don't know guys, it was just, it was a very, very interesting, uh, experience for me to, to sit back and make like, wow, I'm having so much fun, but realizing to myself immediately that I never would have paid $60 for this. And if I had, I probably would have been upset. Um, and I didn't, I, I want to make sure that I get that, make sure that that message goes out clear to you guys. Um, whenever I'm talking about games that I'm reviewing, because I, I realize that a lot of the games I do get now are review codes that I'm not having to pay for. And, uh, that, that definitely can and does influence my opinion as to whether a game is worth it. Not whether or not it's necessarily a good game, but whether it's worth it. I think Extinction is a good game. I just don't think it's worth what they're asking for it right now. So, yeah. Anyway, so that kind of wraps up the gaming news. Now, in Rising Tide news, well, let me pull up the let me pull up the the team the team page here. Uh, I can tell you for certain, for certain, we got some some super fun stuff that has happened this week uh, in the team. We have once again added. Some new peeps. Uh, we got Crippled Corgi, uh, an, another bearded brother who is has joined the team. Um, he's a super fun guy. I really enjoyed hanging out in his stream. Uh, definitely go go check him out. Um, we added uh, Z6 Sinister, 
who is part of a part of a, a kind of a gaming organization and uh definitely go check him out man i i was i was definitely guilty of of uh, judging the book by the cover and we actually had a conversation about that last night in chat where you know i was expecting you know part of a, a more of an esports kind of focused organization and and having a name with sinister that uh that that the perception was going to be a very traditional uh foul-mouthed foul-mouthed hot-headed uh gamer pro and and really what it turned out to be was a very a very family friendly uh, community focused individual who I'm very proud to have as part of the Rising Tide community and uh, and very happy to endorse to y'all. So definitely go and and check him out and check out the team. They're a good group of a uh, good group of people. Um, some other fun things that happen. Orange Phoenix, congratulations on getting to 50 follows, man. Um, we we basically had we basically held the stream hostage with empty cat bed until people followed Phoenix. Cause I was sick and tired of people not, not following this man and clicking his buttons. Cause I really enjoy Phoenix's content and uh, he's a fun dude and he's a great guy. And <laughs> so I'm happy we were able to get, get Phoenix to 50 follows and, uh, and here's to the next 50 Phoenix. I hope you are able to, to get there sooner rather than later guys, just follow orange Phoenix. Don't make me empty bed cat cam again. Don't make me do that. I don't want to do that to you. I don't want to do it, <laughs> but I will. I will. You you bet I will. Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, let's see. Uh, who else did the fun things? And Countess is creeping up on, on 1,200. Reup has just been crushing it. Over 6,300 now. Uh, let's see. Dad is, Dad is to 2750. Man, just, just continuing to kill it, dude. Keep it going. Just keep it freaking going. Uh, let's see. Verbatim is closing in on that 4K. Closing in on 4K, baby. Love it. Oh, my God. We had we had somebody hit 1K last night. We have a 1K alert, baby. Tainted mangoes. Mangoes! Mangoes, what you don't know is that we we were we were told over in our stream stream that, that you were one away from 1K. And everybody was sternly encouraged to go and follow you, and you you did get to one k bb, and you actually got to one k and some. You're almost to ten. You're almost to two thousand fifty. So congratulations, dude. Mangoes is a great guy, and uh, I've I've really enjoyed watching him grow. If you guys haven't followed Tatum Mangoes yet, go hang out with him. Uh, he was hanging out last night, just chatting, just chatting away, playing some Fortnite with uh, with Valdemar and some and some other crew. <laughs> And I hopped into party chat with them because why not? And and I, I can tell you this, guys, uh, if you are ever in the mood for John Wick the musical, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that between uh, various suggestions of, of song types from from you as as the, the general community, that that Val and I could come up with a John Wick musical very readily. <laughs> because we did many songs last night that were Disney inspired adaptations for a John Wick musical. Although my favorite, which of being, uh, in, in the style of Fiddler on the Roof. If that makes no sense to you, just go watch Mangoes of Odd. It's, it's fantastic. But congratulations again, Mangoes. 1K, good stuff, man. Uh, let's see. Keep it up going. Keep it up going. CJJ at 150. Yes, Bandito. I got to hang out with Bandito a little bit more this week. I had a lot of fun with Bandito. He's a great dude. Great energy. He's up to 265. Let's go. Dank over 500. 
Yeah, Dank Tater, guys. Go hang out with Dank Tater. He, he is such a fun, positive dude. Like, please, go hang out with Dank Tater. Goku, I need to hang out with you a bit more, buddy. I see you, Goku, creeping up on 700. I need to go hang out with you, dude. Uh, let's see. Gigan hit over 600. Love me some Gigan. Mm, let's see. Let's keep going. Soul Step creeping up 475, close to that 500. Gage is only four follows away from 600. Mr. No Hit Runs, let's go. Mr. Faded at 165, creeping up on that 200. Let's go. Cause is creeping up on three. Let's see. Club hit 300. GG's. Trying to see if there's anybody else. Mr. Nibs is over 3,500. Gotta love Mr. Nibs. Sappy is over 1,500. And Red, Red Menace is closing in on that on that 900, creeping ever closer to that 1K bomb. Which then brings me back to to me, guys. We had a we had a pretty pretty crazy week this week. We had a pretty crazy freaking week this week. So let me give you guys a point of reference. All right. Uh, well, so SuperCon. Before I get into that, super proud of the team, guys. Continue to to be a team. Continue to do the things that are going to help you be successful. If you are new to the team, please get to know the people that are on the team. Network, post in the Cove, post in the weekly discussions, get yourself out there, host each other, rate each other, um, spend the time to get to know and be part of the community. And I guarantee all of you are only going to continue to benefit more. You are, the more that you spend time with each other, the more that we become a, a more solid community, the better off we are all going to be. You know, we rise together is, is, is we rise together, together we rise. However, that eventually becomes the statement is true regardless in the rising Thai community, that has always been the focus is that we, we rise together and we help each other out to achieve more. And through that, um, incredible things are going to happen for everyone and have happened for a lot of people. Um, and it's, it's just an incredible thing to see continue to happen for so many to, to grow and to grow quickly and to generate meaningful relationships and friendships that are going to continue to last. Uh, as your time as content creators and or in all of our times as, as content creators and as a fam. So it was just really, 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 really proud of you guys for continuing to do that stuff. Just don't let that slip. Please continue to drive and to do good things together. It's it's only going to make everyone better. Uh, that said, uh, man, I would be remiss if I didn't say that I had one of the best weeks, if not the best week I've probably ever had on Mixer. Um, geez. Uh, let's put it in the context. It's April 15th right now, the time of this of this cast. As of the end of March, I was at 12,000, and I think in 12, 12,012 or 12,015 follows. I am currently sitting <laughs> less than less than 200 follows away from 14,000 follows. We we crushed. We have been crushing it this month. Uh, in fact, I've gotten almost a thousand follows this past week. We hit 13K, I think, Monday night? Monday night or Tuesday night? And then we got another 700 follows the next night. Literally the next night. One night we hit 13K. The next night we hit 13.7. Um, and the next night after that we hit 13.8. It was, it was insanity. <laughs> Pure insanity. And we're closing in on 14K. And where I did not think that we were going to be moving this quickly. Uh, it has been shown that, that we can absolutely do so. Um, we can absolutely do so. So thank you guys again for being amazing. Thank you so much to my mods, the, the green team. 
Mods, thank you so much. I love your faces. I know we talked about potentially adding some more peeps to the crew um, to, to help with the increased viewership and, and increased demand for modding. Unfortunately, children, please behave. Um, but it's, it's honestly been, been a fantastic thing. And the fact that we need more mods to keep up with the increase in chat and viewership and all that kind of stuff is only indicative that good things are continuing to happen. Uh, hopefully we can, can train the new peeps to, to understand how it is that we do things as a community and as a channel. And that can, can be brought back in line and brought back in tow with what we expect from a decorum perspective. But seriously, guys, thank you so much for everything you've done always, especially this week, cause it's been crazy. You guys have really stepped up to, to really just be amazing. Um, and again, I just really thank you guys so much. You guys really don't know how much I appreciate you. So, so yes, so we're, we're currently on the way guys. Um, we're on the way. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of stuff that's happening, uh, this week in the world of Mixer. Um, because of the recent outages and issues, Mixer has decided that they're going to issue, uh, a free sub to a uh, free sub to everybody that logs in on either April 14th or 15th that has level 10 or higher as their Mixer rank. So anybody that has been logged in this weekend or this past weekend, whenever you're hearing this, this podcast, uh, you might have a free sub to be able to give to your streamer of choice. So make sure that you allocate that appropriately. It doesn't necessarily have to be to me. I'm not, I'm not going to be mad at you, <laughs> but, but definitely make sure that you guys are doing the things and, uh, and, and distributing those things and making sure that these partners uh, go ahead and, and get your love and you get your emotes and all the fun things that come with it. So, <sighs> all right, um, let's see. What's next on the, on the docket? Oh, whew, whew. So the, our, our stream topic this week is going to be to how to kind of deal with self-doubt and haters. Um, more self-doubt than haters, uh, because haters are haters are something that are only as potent as you make them or as you let them be. If you if you can train yourself to ignore haters, then you're going to be fine. Like I, I literally just want to use an expletive and just F them is really all it comes down to, because their whole objective is to get a response out of you. It's just like being bullied, right? They want a response. They want a response. They want attention. They want something. You know, um, they are, they are the Mr. Meeseeks. God, boom. Thank you so much for Mr. Meeseeks. I guess I should thank Rick and Morty, but seriously, uh, Mr. Meeseeks, look at me. Like that's honestly, it's, it's, it, it embodies these people perfectly. They just want that quick attention. They want to get that flare out of you. And as soon as they get that, they're out of your, they're out of your hair and they just, they're on to the next person. So please try not to take those things personally. Don't, don't let that affect you in any meaningful way because it, they're insignificant. It's going to happen. Pro I get those at least once a stream and they are the most insignificant 0.5 seconds ever. The mods swoop in, the thing's gone if it's not already killed by a cat bot straight out the way and all of a sudden that person's never coming back here again because they done messed up. So don't let haters get you down. So many people get, get frustrated by haters and let them like, oh my, there's so many haters tonight. And I get it, guys. Sometimes there's just so many, uh, especially with, with certain certain features of Mixer. Like Hype Zone seems to attract a lot of guys that are really trolly um, and, and just not polite to you <laughs> in general. 
So uh, that's that's definitely something that I want, definitely want to bring up to the mixer staff and and see if there's ways that we can do a better job of um, mitigating some of that. But at the end of the day, guys, you just have to you have to grow a thick skin. If you're a content creator and you're putting yourself out there for the world to see, you got to realize that there's not there's not everybody in the world's a nice person. There's plenty of just mean and awful people out there that want to get attention and continue to be mean for whatever self gratifying miserable existence they hold. So please just ignore them, ignore them. Don't give them the, the attention that they're looking for and they will absolutely go away. And if they, they need further attention, you can always contact uh, mixer for, for additional support in dealing with someone that might be a, a especially egregious or someone that's persistent. And they will definitely work with you to deal with that problem and make sure that it is, is taken care of. Um, so yeah, so I guess that's the word on haters. Now, self-doubt's a different story. I feel like we all struggle with this. In, and I will say we all struggle with this. Because at various points within your, your streaming or content creation path, you're going to get plateaus. You're going to get uh, your own mental plateaus. You're going to get these periods of time where you aren't sure if you're doing the right thing. You're not sure if you're playing the right games. You're not sure if you have the right goals or if you're doing the right things to achieve your goals. And it, le- it plants these seeds, these little seeds of self-doubt that say, you're not doing it well enough. Maybe you shouldn't be doing this at all. You know, maybe, maybe you're just not as good as you thought you were. Or maybe people don't like watching you. Or, you know, you're, you're never going to make your dream. You're never going to do this because you're just you know, you're not as good as this person, or you see this person blowing up and well, hey, good for them. But, you know, man, why isn't that happening for me? I don't, I don't understand. I just, I must not be good enough. All these thoughts, all these thoughts that can enter your mind at any given moment and thoughts that all, pretty much all of those thoughts guys have actually gone through my brain and have been processed by me at some point. The difference between someone that is going to to let that affect them and someone who is not <laughs> is literally the ability to double down on their dream. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? How bad do you want success in life? Because I want it, guys. This isn't even my main thing. This is my side hustle, right? This is, this is not my main bread and butter. I'm not dependent on this for, for, for life and liberty and safety and security and feeding my family. But I want it like it is. I do. It's, it's a freaking dream to be able to create content for a living and to go to trade shows where I get to talk with people that are industry leaders in video games and content creators and, and people that do just awesome, fun things in a space that I love and a hobby that I enjoy. And I'll be damned if I don't give this my all to make it something great. And with every day that goes by, whether it's a big day, like, a, hey, we added 700 followers to the, to the team day, or whether it's a, hey, we added 10 followers to the team day, or maybe it's just a, we didn't add any followers to the team day. We just had a good, we got a good, we had a good solid day with peeps. Whatever the day is, it's a good day because I got to make content and I got to hang out with great people in my community and I'm constantly working towards getting better 
and I'm employing techniques that we've talked about on this podcast before about examining yourself and examining your content and things that we work towards as part of the Rising Tide weekly discussions in our teams about how we can get better and how we can recognize when when we are mentally not aligned with our goals and what content we're creating. All of these different tools that we talk about and give ourselves are ways to combat self-doubt and ways to con- combat doubt in general. It's not just about getting better, guys. Getting better is really subjective. You could have been a great content creator from day one, but what you didn't have was confidence. What you didn't have was experience. What you didn't have was the equipment setup or the flashy panels or the alerts or whatever because all that stuff comes with time, right? But maybe you've just been the same awesome content creator from day one that you are now. You're just constantly getting a little bit better and a little bit more confident. My confidence level is through the roof right now. When I stream, it, and it's, it has nothing to do with how many people are showing up or anything like that. It's just, I know that when I hit that go live button, it's going to be a good night. Last night, I went up and booted up some Monster Hunter. Uh, it was Saturday night. And, and it was a great night. I was dog tired. I had, I had pretty much passed out and taken a nap. Uh, the, the boys were giving us a little trouble going down and staying down. Um, I, I just woke up and I was like, man, I'm feeling, I'm feeling tired. You know, I need some coffee. I had a couple stream issues getting the stream live, but I knew all I had to do was hit that go live button and everything was going to be okay because that's, that's the time to shine guys. That's the time where the magic happens. Whenever that button says live, it brings me this energy that I can't explain to you. And it, it brings me this happiness to be able to hang out with you and to do things with you and to create content with you and to play games and just relax and enjoy your company. It brings me such energy <laughs> and excitement and passion for me to do that. And that's, that's how you have to be. Like, I, don't, I, don't know you, I know not everybody's the same, but I feel like you have to have some kind of fire in your belly, guys. I feel like if you, if you really want to make it, as a content creator. And, and that's even from a hobbyist perspective as well, where you're not necessarily hoping to get partnered. You're not hoping to, to, to make this a career. You're not hoping to do these things. You're not you know, really looking for explosive growth. You just want to build a good community. If you don't get that fire in your belly, every time you hit that go live button, then, then I, I'm calling you, I don't strip calling you a liar because that's what, that's the, why we do it guys. Cause it brings us this joy and this energy to be around other people and to be hanging out with, with our regulars and our communities and, and meeting new people and finding people with common interests and enjoying good conversations. The amount of conversations that we have around games and content creation and videos and, and, and TV shows and even just news and all kinds of stuff. It, that's the stuff that's, that's, makes the experience guys that's what makes it good it's not the game it's certainly not the game sure games are fun but it's not the game that makes the experience it's hanging out with everybody you know as i say you don't have to be someone that's trying to to be the greatest content creator of all time to just get fired up because we get to hang out with awesome people and do the things so just guys if you if you are feeling those self-doubts if you're feeling the doubt that man, I just, I don't know if this is for me anymore. I don't know if I, 
I don't know if I can do this, or I don't know if I should do this, or I don't know if this is right for me. I'm just going to tell you to take a really freaking hard look in the mirror and ask yourself, when I'm live, how do I feel? How do I feel? Do I get excited when I'm live? Am I, am I excited when, when I get to sit there and hang out with great people? Am I excited being able to, to share my experiences with other people and have them share that with me in return? If the answer to those questions is no, then maybe your self-doubt's not self-doubt. Maybe your self-doubt's just self-awareness. And I hate to give you the straight talk like that, but it's true. You know, maybe that's just self-awareness coming at you. But if you look at yourself in the mirror and you're honest with yourself and you say, man, when I, when I go live, it's like I come alive. It's like there's this part of me that, that just all of a sudden is just awakened. And no matter how bad my day is, no matter what I'm doing, no matter how I feel, going live makes me feel good. And being part of a community makes me feel good then anytime you hear those, those whispers that say, I don't know if you should do this. I don't know if you're good enough. You're not as good as this person. You don't have as many follows as this person. You don't have many viewers as this person. Man, this person's growing way faster than you. You can tell those voices to shut the hell up and go the hell away because it's not about that. It's about that feeling that you get when you go live. And honestly, guys, if you focus on that feeling and you focus on getting a little bit better every day, and, and working on the things as you get time to work at them, as you work on panels, as you work on, you know, your presentation and your lighting and your cameras and your setups and all that other crap that is completely tertiary to you just getting that amazing feeling of being live and being with your community. Focus on that. Please focus on that. And use that as your driving force to stay positive and to stay upbeat and to stay, stay on track with your goals of, of attaining whatever it is that you want to attain by being a live live streamer or a content creator because they will happen for you eventually. If you you stick with it, you live, you learn, you adjust, you, you talk to the right people, you network, you make friends, all of those things feed into to your confidence and your your confidence in the ability to to finally get there at some point or to to make it at some point. But that ain't going to happen if you can't turn off that annoying little voice in the back of your head that says, no, you can't. Damn right I can because it feels good every time that I do this. And I'm going to keep doing it because it keeps feeling good no matter what I do. So that's it, guys. Just look at yourself. Give yourself a hard look in the mirror and reaffirm for yourself, man, this is what I want to do. I love this. I enjoy this. It's not about being good at it or not. It's how does it make you feel? I feel good when I do this. Yeah, well, damn it, keep doing it. If you want to do it more, do it more. If you can't do it more, well, then enjoy the time that you have. But don't get upset with yourself because the little voice is in your head. And just make the most out of this. All right, but that's it, guys. As always, if you enjoy this podcast, please make sure to like, favorite, review, whatever you can. Uh, the the Tide Talk podcast is available on Anchor.fm and on iTunes. I'm hoping it gets available on Google Play here sometime soon. Like, please, please, Anchor, put me on the Google Plays. I would love to be. <laughs> I would love to be on Google Play. But for now, we're on iTunes. 
or on iTunes and we're anchor.fm, anchor.fm slash nighttide. And if you're searching for me on iTunes, it's Tide Talk with Nighttide. That is the the podcast title. All right. Uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash nighttide, and also follow me on Mixer, mixer.com slash nighttide. Follow me on all the places. And as always, guys, I will talk to you next week. I hope you have a fantastic one. We rise together, babies. Let's go. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.